0: portions of this program
1: are pre-recorded this is the joe Pags show to talk to joe call 888-941-PAGS and now it's joe pags all right great to have you thanks a lot for stopping by there's a ton going on a couple of great interviews for you today we've got uh, carrie lake she's running for governor the great state of arizona we'll have her on also cray news with Kay on a monday a lot of other stuff to break down to the IRS. Why is the IRS buying ammunition? That's kind of an interesting story. We've got that for you, too. Joe Biden says, oh, no, no, we're not in a recession. What are you talking about? I find that to be interesting. We'll, we'll get into that, too. Plus, uh, I guess some hijinks at the the Texas Republican Party over the weekend or something. Carey, you see any of this? Uh,
0: I certainly heard about it. Didn't see I mean, it,
1: but... it, the, the whole thing just seems a little bit silly. Um, and, and, of course, it's being reported incorrectly. We'll talk about that as well. We've got a lot going on. Lots to get to. Joe Pag's show coming your way on a Monday. Uh-huh. That's a Motown Monday. Little residual effects from the COVID, but I'm feeling pretty good. How are you, Carrie? You good?
0: I'm all right. How are you?
1: Living the dream, getting it done. Like that shirt? I think I told you that before. Thank you. Sam, getting it done, making it happen. Polo's trying to see if we can't make Skype work. If not, whatever phone is not cooperating or something but he's along for the ride let's go I want to start with the Texas with the Texas Republican Party thing and not because I think that people outside of Texas would be that interested in it and don't don't switch the channel hear me out this probably will apply where you are as well, whatever state you happen to be in. And we're in just about all the 50 states now. I think we're, we're missing one or two, but we're close. 165-plus stations, but we're, we've got multiple stations in, in, some, um, in some states. So as I'm watching this unfold, I see the reporting, and the headline is, um, right-wingers assault Dan Crenshaw and his staff. Carrie, did you see that headline?
0: I did not see that one.
1: Okay, so uh, that's the headline. It was either AP or Reuters or some news. It might not have been either one of those two, but it was one of the main news outlets, and that's what they said. It might have even been Mediate. So then I clicked on it to see what the story is. I'm not going to show it because it's, it's kind of stupid. It's kind of juvenile. But um, I click on it, and there's Dan Crenshaw, the U.S. representative, District 2 Republican, Great state of Texas. He, of course, was elected when uh, Ted Poe decided to not uh, run for re-election. Ted Poe, great friend of ours. Um, Dan, some have called a rhino. I've had Dan on this show several times. He is a war hero. He's somebody who lost his eye um, in an IED or something while fighting over, I think it was Afghanistan. I'm willing to be wrong. It could have been Iraq, but I think it was Afghanistan. So... There he is. He's walking up some escalator somewhere. I don't know where the, the party get-together was. It looked like the Omni in Dallas to me, but I'm not sure. Carrie, do you know where it was?
0: Um, I'm looking. I believe it was in Houston. I know
1: that. Was it Houston? There yeah. you go. Okay. So he comes up some escalator. It looks. It looked similar to me to what I know the Omni looks like in Dallas. But, okay, Houston. So that's right there in, in his neighborhood. Uh, Ted, Ted Cruz is there, too. Ted Cruz is from Houston. So there we are, and we're watching it, and – um. First, you see John Cornyn, the U.S. senator, he goes up to speak, and he's just roundly booed. He is booed, booed, they're just booing his ass. Now, the Republicans that are booing have a problem with John Cornyn, because as the senior senator in the great state of Texas, they didn't want him to talk to the left about any changes when it comes to guns. And I don't disagree with that. I've tweeted about that. Cornyn has retweeted my tweets and he said, we're not going to do anything to infringe your rights. But then I've seen him speak on national media to where he does say, um, we're looking at uh, some changes to red flag laws here and there. But then I hear him say, if you don't have a red flag law in your state, then we're not going to add a red flag law. But if you do have one, we're going to make this change or that change or something. Um, Dan Crenshaw also has been accused of being somebody who's for red flag laws. The simplest explanation I can give you on a so-called red flag law would be somebody reports that you have made a threat and before getting due process, the authorities can come in, take away your civil right to keep and bear until such a time as you prove you're innocent. That, of course, would not give you due process. Now, Cornyn has said, both on Twitter and I'll ask him on my program as well. He has said that there will be no ability for the government to take away your guns until such a time as you've had due process. We're not taking away due process. He's saying that they won't be taking away your civil right unless it's proven that you have made some sort of a deadly threat with a firearm. I don't know why you still call it a red flag law then, if they're not doing it the way red flag laws are meant to be done. I'm against red flag laws. They make no sense. I'm for locking up the mental, the mentally incapacitated. I'm for locking up people who are a danger to themselves in society. I am not for you taking the ability for somebody to own a gun away from them without due process. In fact, the people that are most harmed by the lack of due process when it comes to guns are veterans. Something Dan Crenshaw should understand. Carrie, have I explained red flag laws and what I believed them to be well enough? Mm, yes. Now, Cornyn has said, we're not looking to change red flag laws where there aren't any, but we are talking about red flag, red flag laws where there are some. They're not talking about uh, adding any sort of whatever a, an assault weapon is to any sort of a ban list. Um, they are talking about possibly changing the age from 18 to 21. Um, people in Texas, those who are loud anyway, are very unhappy that Cornyn is even having the conversation. I don't disagree with them. I think that Cornyn probably should have said, I'm not going to have the conversation either, unless there is no effect whatsoever on people's right to keep and bear. Now, I don't know at the end of the day exactly what it is they're trying to agree to, but Mitch McConnell should not be saying yes to anything. John Cornyn should not be saying yes to anything if it goes to infringing anything. And then again, there's Dan Crenshaw. Um, Dan Crenshaw has talked about red flag laws and their viability, but he says the way he was explaining red flag laws, and I've asked him this directly, was not the same thing as what I just said. There would be due process. So I would suggest that these Republicans listen to the little talk show host and do something that would make the people that are watching and listening understand that you're not for red flag laws. In fact, so much so, you're not going to sign on to anything that's even called a red flag law. Let's call it so. Let's call it a green flag law. Let's call it a white flag law. Let's call it a pick your nose law. Call it something else, and then explain what it is, and we'll tell you if we like it or not. But if you're going to call it a red flag law, we're going to go by what the definition of a red flag law is, and that's taking away somebody's, um, you know, human rights, civil rights to keep and bear, given by God, protected by the first, by the Second Amendment, until they prove themselves innocent. Which, of course, that's not the way our system of justice works in this country. So, having said all of that. The headline is right wingers assault Dan Crenshaw and his staff. So Karen, I mean, I see that I gotta watch this sucker, right?
0: Yeah. Sounds dramatic.
1: Pop it on. And here's Dan Crenshaw. He comes up, the escalator. He starts to walk with his staff. Then you hear, I Patch McCain! I patch McCain! I Patch McCain! I patch McCain. Great. Mm-hmm. Now. Tucker Carlson is a guy that I'm a fan of. He's extremely successful. He's been on this program. I like his show. He called Dan Crenshaw, eyepatch patch McCann on his show, not to Dan Crenshaw. He called him that in a monologue of some sort. I think that was out of line. Now Tucker has the right to say it. I just thought it was kind of dumb to say it. I'm allowed to say that. I have a first amendment right too. I don't know why he went there. Why make fun of the guy's eye patch when he only wears it because he was injured in war. I don't know that you call somebody eyepatch McCain. Call him Rhino Dan if you want, or call him Dan ain't the man. I mean you can call him whatever you want, but why would you point out the fact that he's wearing an eye patch? I'm not sure I understand that. So this guy keeps yelling on this tape, Carrie, keeps yelling Patch McCain. Okay. You're a Rhino, Patch McCain. You're this Patch McCain. So I'm watching it, and what I notice is the guy who's yelling is not physically assaulting anybody. In fact, the only physical assault happens is Dan uh Dan Crenshaw's crew is pushing the guy away from him. Guess who the guy is? Who? Any any idea? I don't know. Alex Stein. Now we've had Alex Stein on this show. Alex Stein is the guy that will go in front of the in front of the city councils and he'll dress up like a swimmer and say that he's trans, or he'll he'll go there and talk about you know who call out the, the individual city council members. We've had him on this program. He's a satirist. He's a guy who, who goes out there and he's loud at these city council meetings and he's loud at these gatherings. And he's the guy who's yelling, I patch McCain, at Dan Crenshaw. Now, I like Alex Stein. We've had him on this show. Alex Stein, though, makes his bones being a comedian slash um, um, troublemaker, for lack of a, of a different word. And he's somebody who's certainly out there and pushing an agenda through satire and through comedy, and I appreciate it when you can do it well. But this screaming, I patch McCain at Dan Crenshaw the entire time didn't make sense to me and isn't helping the cause. He's allowed to do it, and he wasn't physically assaulting anybody. The story got it wrong. I think he's got a, a defamation suit because they said that he did. They also called him some right-wing activist, and he's not. He's Alex Stein. Anybody who's got a brain knows who the guy is. You remember when I had him on, right? I
0: do, yeah.
1: All right, so this is, this is how Alex makes his bones. In fact, 10 years ago, he was on some, some damn reality show where his entire job was to be the p- worst person in the house. And and he was very good at it. In fact, he was kicked off like first. So he's screaming, I patch McCain. Then there's another one where the headline is, Ted Cruz uh, uh, attacked by right-wingers. So uh, Carrie, got to see this video. Yeah,
0: a lot of attacks, a lot of assaults pop, over the
1: weekend. Pop that sucker on, and there's Ted Cruz signing books or something and uh, a guy gets in his face, you're a rhino, and you let Trump call your your wife names, and and, uh, why aren't you in Cancun, and and you're you're not out here doing the work of the big... Guess who it is? Guess who's Uh, doing it?
0: Alex Stein.
1: Alex Stein. Alex Stein's doing it. So, whereas I want Dan Crenshaw, who's a U.S. representative, to represent that district and explain why he would sign on to anything that even sounds like a red flag law, and I want John McCain who is a U.S. senator representing Texas, to explain why he would sign on to anything that even sounds like red flag law. And as much as I want Cruz to explain what what he's doing to make sure that the Second Amendment is protected and that the Texas border is secured, I don't need Alex Stein screaming in their faces, making every person on the right, including me, every conservative, including me, look like a nut job. Now, Alex Stein is not a nut job. He's very smart. He's very, very smart in how he's gained his social media traction and how he's gained attention for himself. He's been on with Tucker Carlson, who congratulated him. He's been on with me, and I congratulated him for, for starting some trouble and, and getting people thinking. But this goes to a place where instead of bringing out important issues through satire, comedy, sarcasm, and snarkiness, what he does is he actually sets back the movement. Because now he's just the guy screaming patch McCain. Now he's just the guy in Ted Cruz's face giving him a hard time because it's really good video. And that doesn't make any sense. When you cross the line from I'm going to use the comedy I have within me, my intelligence, my presence, he seems to be a tall guy, my presence, when he decides to go from I'm going to use the presence that I bring and the traction that I bring to really highlight some important issues to I'm going to make a fool of myself to make sure that people see my face and hear my voice well, uh, n- now, you've, now you've gone to a different realm because, Carrie, you're a news person. So I'm not going to ask your opinion on Dan Crenshaw's policies. Mm-hmm. But as a news person, would you report that a right-wing activist really wanted Dan Crenshaw to explain his red flag law feelings? Or as a news person, would you report somebody was screaming, I, Patch McCann the whole time?
0: Uh, well, I mean, that's the truth, right? He was calling him Eye Patch McCain.
1: Yes, as the news person, that's what you cover. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, all that happened. Really. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't know where the attack and assaults came in. I should are talking about verbally right. assaulting him, maybe, but they, they, they didn't misreported say that. it. Yeah
1: wholeheartedly misreported it. But if you and I go there, and we're a couple of reporters at competing television or radio stations, we're going to go back and report somebody was screaming, I patch McCain. Mm -hmm. We're not going to talk about the issue at hand. We're not going to talk about the Second Amendment. We're not going to talk about red flag laws. We're going to talk about the yelling and screaming and the big hoop-to-do that happened. And at the end of it, I've now you know used 15 minutes of my show to explain what I think he could have done that would have benefited those who were there. But instead, we're now talking about Alex again, Because I think that in a situation like this, and he has been the entire time, just like I'm in it for the Joe Pag show, I want my show to do well, he's in it for Alex Stein. But he's also in it, I thought, for really important issues. And if you let the issues go by the wayside and make it more about you, you fail. Because most people are going to say, ah, look at these bunch of nut jobs. And nothing will come of this. Whereas he could have, he had access to Dan Crenshaw. He could have, with his his iPhone, with his microphone, he could have said, Can you explain why you would ever sign on to anything called a red flag law? And then let the guy answer. But I don't know what you achieved by saying I patch McCain. 888 PAGS, 888 941 joepags.com. I want your thoughts on this because I'm all for activism. I'm all for keeping people aware of what's going on. I'm all for informing people. I'm all for questioning and bringing redress to those who are in government. But when you go and tell Cruz why aren't you in Cancun or Trump called your wife ugly, you're not achieving anything. When you go to to to, uh, to Crenshaw and you just call him ipatch or Ipatch McCain and scream it, and you're not asking any questions, what are you achieving other than notoriety for yourself? And I don't know if media I knew it was Alex Stein. But they went out of their way not to say who the guy was. They just called him a right-wing activist. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here.
2: Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show.
1: Have you, Motown Monday, nothing like the real thing? No, no, Marvin Gaye, Tammy Terrell. Thing, Glad to have you here. So I just wanted to break it down, what I saw from the... And obviously I didn't go, I didn't know what city it was in. It was in Houston. Um, I didn't go to the Republican convention in Texas. And I don't mind you getting loud, I don't mind you cheering, I don't mind you jeering. But if you're just going to shout somebody down, and you're not really going to take it to a level where it makes sense where, okay, here's the reason why I'm going after this guy, here's what I want him to answer to, then it, 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 it doesn't do anything. It would have been so much more effective had Alex or anybody else walked up with their device, with their phone, with their microphone, with whatever, and said, hey, Dan, you're pushing these red flag laws. Can you explain to the people that are watching and listening? They really supported you. They voted you in. Why would you ever consider a red flag law? But screaming a name at the guy doesn't make sense to me. 888 pags 888 941 JoePags.com. Want to hear from you? Let me remind you about the big news. You probably already heard about it. Greta is back. Greta Van Susteren is back. She is on Newsmax. I watch Newsmax all the time. In fact, when I turn the TV on, it is on Newsmax. Greta's taken on big business, big Washington, the big media at 6 p.m. Eastern every weeknight with her new show, The Record with Greta Van Susteren. She always gives you the real news, always has, and she leads a great night on Newsmax with Rob Schmidt, who's talking about Biden's economic train wreck. And there's Eric Bowling exposing the woke agenda. More than 20 million Americans watch Newsmax. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. It's on all-major cable and streaming platforms. If your cable company doesn't carry Newsmax, call them and demand it. If they won't carry it, switch to a system that does. They are available out there, and you have every right to switch. Download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone. Watch it anytime, anywhere. So tune in tonight to Newsmax for Greta Van Susteren, Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling. Make the switch to Newsmax today. I downloaded that app probably in 2016. Been using it a lot ever since. There's no paywall, and it's a great network. Go check out Newsmax and check them out today. Let's go to AJ! AJ!
2: Big time Motown, Joe Pack. I hope you had a great Father's Day you and too, everything, brother. big guy. You too, my man. But, hey, you're talking common sense, Motown. These people don't have that anymore. And you got, like, Biden running around there, falling off the bike, going to talk to the little kid and carrying on, you know? Right. It's like, wait a minute. What is this, Motown? Let me ask you. If they want Buttig- to, Buttigieg, I'm going to call him, he want to take over the the airline, and Biden, he want to take over the oil company. What do they call that, Motown, when government want to take over stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, that's socialism. That,
1: yeah, that's that's what Venezuela did. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. And it's uh, what nationalism or whatever the heck it is. And it is uh, it is what it is in people. These people have lost their minds, Motown. I ain't never seen nothing like this in my life. We got borders open, crime. Look at the crime over the weekend.
1: All, I mean, there's shootings everywhere. 47 shootings just there. in Chicago. 47.
2: Yes. Yeah. And they ain't doing nothing about it, Motown. They, I mean, they, that mayor ought to be gone. Everybody ought to be gone up there. And I hope the whole Democrat Party be gone this November. But, hey, we better watch out. We got to keep our eyes on them because they're going to cheat again. Because I look for something to happen for them not to do an election. No if, they can, they will, if they can, they will, AJ.
1: If they can, they will. We got to run, you, brother. Man. I love I you, too. I got a time. Call me, back. Right, Call me back. Call me back. Call we'll, me back. We'll do it again later in the week. We appreciate AJ calling in. From Houston, Joe Pag Show, 888-941-PAGS. Go to the website, JoePags.com. We're coming right back. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pags Show, 888-941-PAGS, 888 888- 941 Nine four one seven two four seven, 7247 dot com. You want to see the show like we do? We do it like a TV show. You see Kerry, you see Polo, you see me, you see Sam. Um, you can stop by, you see the videos of the interviews that I do. You can stop by the website, JoePags.com, and just click on Watch Now. Watch Now, and uh, you'll be able to watch the, the program. So as we're, we're seeing the, the wokeness continue to unravel, In this country, I truly do believe that. I think that people, no matter how far left you happen to be, are not so radical that they want five-year-olds watching drag shows. I think that they're not so woke and so left and so radical that they want a kindergarten teacher to teach a five-year-old or a six-year-old about gender identity and sexual orientation. I think that we're now at the precipice of, okay, let's really decide how far we'll, we'll allow our value system to go. When people say we want to dismantle the Western nuclear family, I think most people say, "Well, I'm not okay with that." I think a mother, father, and kids is still normal and still our value system here. Even though there are cases where you don't have all of those places and in, in, in you know all those parts in place, it doesn't mean that we attack the actual idea of it. So I think a lot of people are waking up to that as well. Um, also, you just had this international swimming um, body. And what is it it called, FINA, something like that? Yeah, F-I-N-A, yep.
0: Is
1: that what it is? Okay. Mm -hmm. They just decided that biological males cannot swim against women. Good. And I guess, Carrie, I'm hearing that the NCAA also is saying, okay, yeah, I guess we'll go along with that.
0: Okay, I didn't know about NCAA, but okay. Uh,
1: Allegedly, they're they're jumping on board, but I don't know if they're going to retroactively go back and give this Emma person another win, whereas Leah Thomas should not have won. Um, But, I mean, we're starting to see the unraveling of wokeness. We're starting to see that. Um, I don't know why you have to do a Buzz Lightyear movie and not have Tim Allen, but one would assume that somebody at Disney and Pixar or Hollywood all said, well, Tim Allen's a conservative guy. I mean, his voice sounds the same, so it doesn't really matter how old he is. So that really can't be it. Um, But instead, we've got woke-ass Chris Evans, who was what, Captain America? Is that the the guy? Yeah, that's who he was, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we've got him instead He's a perfect pick, even though he was like sending pictures of his private parts or somebody was sending pictures of his private parts not even a year ago. He's still like a Hollywood darling. That's fine. Tim Allen is a guy who was like America's dad, you know, with uh, with Home Improvement and, and certainly has been a great movie star for a long time. He's not involved in this, like, I guess, prequel of Buzz Lightyear. And therefore, the movie didn't do very well. And not only didn't it do very well because of, of Tim Allen, because I'm sure the the Pixar, the actual video and the animation was great. I'm sure Disney spent a lot of money, made it great. But uh, you also have a guy who's ultra-woke and Chris Evans playing the role, and we had the obligatory lesbian kiss in the middle of an animated movie, which made no sense either. They just threw it in there. I guess at one point they took it out, they put it back in. So, uh, Gary, if you can, just give me sort Because I know it made $51 million, which sounds like a lot, but I guess they're not happy with it.
0: Right from MSN, it's hard to escape the deflating sense that Disney's Lightyear has remained stubbornly earthbound in its box office debut. At least that's the prevailing sentiment that's greeted the latest Pixar film, so-so, $51 million opening weekend in North America. For industry analysts, those lackluster ticket sales were confounding because Pixar had been box office royalty. And Lightyear, a spinoff of the cosmically successful Toy Story franchise, landed decent, though not euphoric reviews. Moreover, audiences seemed to be entertained by the animated otherworldly adventure in which chris Evans takes over from tim allen as the voice of buzz lightyear and to be sure a 51 million dollar opening weekend is far from catastrophic in fact lightyear landed one of the best debuts for an animated kin-friendly film in COVID times family audiences have returned in fits and starts but it's a demographic that's been largely absent during the pandemic however disney certainly hoped the 200 million budgeted movie would rake in more coinage in its first weekend in theaters And for Pixar, Lightyear ranks as one of the studio's lower starts behind 2017's Cars 3 and ahead of 2015's The Good Dinosaur and 2020's Onward. It's also one of the rare Pixar films to not take the top spot at the domestic box office landing in second place. So what prevented Lightyear from going to infinity and beyond at the box office? Lightyear is running into the limitations of the spinoff form, says David A. Gross, who runs the movie consulting firm Franchise Entertainment Research. This is still elite business. It's just no longer defying gravity.
1: So, I mean, you spend $200 million, You bring in $51 million, you You got woke as hell. Um, and, and this is the result. Now, will a bunch of radical lefties and woke stirrers go and watch it five times to make them the money? Maybe they're done with their money. They want to do that. I don't know. But if you established a a character, you establish the character's voice, you establish the character and that it's wholesome. I'm not sure why you had to change the voice, change the character who, who does the voice, um, to somebody who is an openly woke person in Hollywood, like that's going to somehow sell. Listen, uh, Chris Evans was very good as as Captain America because um he was very good, not because he was woke. I had no idea what, what his politics were. None, no clue. He just played the role very well, and and I thought it was a good movie. Um, in this movie, for some reason, they had to include a, two girls, or they're not even girls; they're animated figures. Two females in the movie Kissing. Don't know why. And I guess at one point they took it out, and then another point they put it back in. So if you're trying to attract a younger crowd, and by the way, I saw Chris Evans was questioned about this, and he said, "Um, I think it's really good because it normalizes it. He said that. Well, Well, let me say this again. If you're a lesbian, kissing a woman is normal for you. For the vast majority of society, two women kissing is not normal. It doesn't matter how woke you think you are, that is abnormal. Human beings procreate because of sexual activity between females and males. And uh, a a part of that relationship making is kissing. So I'm not really sure I understand why we have to go there and pretend like it's somehow normal. It's not. And again, if you're a gay woman, it's normal for you. I get it. And it might be something that you like. To see if you're not a gay woman. Fine. It doesn't make it normal. It doesn't normalize it because Chris Evans says so. Some woke Hollywood idiot. I mean, at, at some point, maybe these Hollywood studios will either wake up or they're going to continue to lose $150 million a movie. Now, this movie's going to make more money. And internationally, I'm sure it'll go well, well past $200 million. But they expected to start the weekend on top and they didn't. Now, why is that? Because we all heard about the stupid kissing scene, and we all, those of us who know about Toy Story, believe that Tim Allen is the voice of of Buzz Lightyear. It, it's just kind of that simple. Yeah, yeah, Paulo, you're you're a big movie uh, aficionado. I mean, does that make sense to you to change the voice, or do you not care?
2: Uh, I mean, it it could be a little bit of that, but honestly, I think the the bigger thing is the fact that they opened up against Jurassic Park. That's the bigger issue that I don't think they thought that part through.
1: Well, I'm going to put my, and I can't prove this obviously, but my my supposition is if you've got Tim Allen in there and you're not for some reason walking the woke line, I think they do better than 51 million. Now, I, I didn't see Jurassic Park. I have not heard about the, it's a reboot obviously, right? Uh, no, it's, it's a continuation. So Goldblum is in there? Yes. Okay, so I mean, I, I might have seen the original Jurassic Park once when it first came out. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not that guy either. But Toy Story, I certainly would have seen again. I will not see this one. I mean, I will make a, a purposely, I will make an effort to not see it. And, and I think that there are other people like me. I'm not, I don't think that I'm an oddball here that you injected some woke kiss for no reason and you took out the voice that we know still exists and he still does the voice just fine um, just to be able to say that you did. I'm not sure I get it. Uh, And and by all accounts, Chris Evans does a fine job with the voice, but he's not Buzz Lightyear. And I guess that's what jumps out at me. Carrie, do your boys care to see this, or are they past Toy Story? No,
0: oh, they're they're past Toy Story, yeah.
1: Yeah, Do they care about controversies like this? Does this even pop up for them?
0: No, I don't think so. No, they're not bothered by it.
1: Sam, I I know you saw the original Toy Story. Have you seen them all? She's taking calls. So, again... I probably would not have gone to the theater anyway. You guys know me in kind of a hermit. But to see the movie once it comes out or to, to, to pay for it on, on Netflix or to download it, whatever, I mean, maybe. But you purposely said to enjoy this movie, you must accept the premise that these animated girls are going to kiss. And you must accept the, present, uh, or the, the, the premise that Tim Allen is not going to be the voice of a character that he made famous. Now, he didn't invent the character, but he was the first voice. Be like, Tom Hanks not being in Toy Story doesn't make any sense. So, so again, for me, they purposely told part of the audience, don't go. And I think a lot of the audience that did go, it might not even have been 51 million, went there to show some weird support for the normalizing of two women kissing on camera or two girl figures that are animated kissing on camera doesn't make sense to me 888 pags 888 941 dot com. let me go to tommy in florida tommy what's up
2: hey man listen to your show man i love your show brother thank and, you uh just want to say one thing normalizing all this is just absurd man i mean i'm a bible believing christian bro and we all know what god believes about all this it's not normal They're trying to normalize it. Right. And if you think of it this way, hypothetically, if you think, if everybody was to suddenly become gay and suddenly become lesbian, in in 70 years, the human race would be gone because nobody would procreate.
1: Yeah. I I mean, it's
2: like a depopulation tool, if you think about it. Well, Tommy,
1: I think that those who are in charge would like to see a lower population. When you see that they're doing nothing about fentanyl coming across the border, when you see they're doing nothing about food shortages, when you see they're doing nothing about crime, when you see, I mean, honestly, and they're pushing a, a gay agenda, I mean, I, I'm, I'm here to tell you two plus two is four. Those who are in charge want to see a lower population. That's just the way it is. The WEF was talking about a lower population as if that's a good thing. And then you've got people like Elon Musk who are like, dude, we're nowhere near at capacity. We could have a lot more human beings. But for some reason... Those who are on the far radical left globalist side want to see fewer people. Maybe they think it's more stuff for them. I'm not really sure what their thought process is. 888 941 PAGS, joepags.com. Keep it here.
2: This is the Joe PAGS Show.
1: I'm glad to have you some O Time Monday, the Joe Pag Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Just just checking. It doesn't appear as though the, the NCAA has done anything yet on the FINA ruling. But international competitions, including the Olympics, men who are living as women will not be able to compete against the women in um in swimming. And I guess other sports get to decide that, uh sport by sport. The headline actually says, um, Former Olympian weighs in on NCAA decision on trans swimmers. But when I click on that, it's still the the FINA thing. Carrie, are you finding anything that says the NCAA made a, made a change or not?
0: No, I haven't found anything
1: yet. All right. So if something pops up, let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, so so there you go. So the NCAA taking a look, and again, uh, for world, I guess the the FINA championships are coming up. Leah Thomas will not compete. Also, cannot compete in the Olympics. Other sports, I guess, by sport by sport, they get to decide. Of course, all the usual suspects are freaking out. That how dare you not allow them uh, inclusivity or so on and so forth, whatever. Um, look at, at the end of the day, what you have is is a, a biological male, just a male. Not even say biological, a male swimming against females, and it's not fair, and it's not okay. So the right decision gets made here, and uh, that that's a decision that should be made in high school sports, in middle school sports, in college sports. I mean, no matter what it is, this this is this is a righteous decision. And it should not have taken this long to get it. Well, what studies did you do? And what information did you get? Uh, My eyeballs. The fact that that he's beating people by 30 seconds. There's got to be a reason. Because he's not that good a swimmer. Check out how he did against the guys. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Congress is always working to move move, move that budget number up. Move that debt. That 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 ceiling doesn't matter to them. I've got a debt ceiling. So do you. Um, You've got a certain amount of money that you can spend. And if you're drowning in debt... If you're on that treadmill, get off that treadmill. Get a hold of my friends over at Total Financial Freedom. If you owe more than $10,000, the team at Total Financial Freedom has been doing a great job for people like you for 15-plus years, helping people like you resolve the debts and cut payments in half. If you don't believe me, pick up the phone and give them a call. Easy to get them. 800-833-9444. 800-833-9444. Call now. Ask about the free book. It's called The Debt Dietitian. You've got to mention my name to get the free book when you call and learn how easy it is to cut your payments. Again, Debt Dietitian, when you call 800-833-9444. You don't like them, A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Zero complaints. Call Total Financial right now at 800-833-9444. Mention Joe Paggs and get that free book, The Debt Dietitian. Once again, 800-833-9444. Mention that I told you to call. Let me go to the phone lines. Let me see what you think about Buzz Lightyear and Tim Allen not being involved. Let me say hello to Carlos in San Antonio. Carlos, what's up?
2: Oh, not much, Joe. This is Carlos Gug Lees in San Antonio. Cool. It's really bad that they're trying to shove this down our throat. <clears> throat> you know, uh, I loved watching a few uh, with my kids growing up and with my grandkids. But when they start changing like this and want to run it down our throats, it's horrible. You know, it's not a part of our lifestyle. We want our lifestyle as it is. And besides that, this has been, been banned already uh, in a few countries, not just in communist countries. But uh, other countries said, and you know what? We're not going woke like that. Um, I know China did, and a few other communist countries did it, and some other countries just jumped in and said, no, we're not going to be jumping on that. that yeah, I, I know
1: some, yeah, some Muslim countries banned it as well, and I can see why. They're very religious people. Very religious countries, and they've decided we're not going to run it. I don't think that goes into the first weekend box office. I'm pretty sure that this is domestic sales, um, and so that would have been here in this country. And again, $51 million sounds like a lot to me, but I didn't realize they spent $200 million to make the movie. I don't know why they had to make these changes. That that scene isn't there, and Tim Allen is the voice, I think it probably does better. Of course, I'm guessing. I can't know that for a fact because it didn't happen. Let me say hello and welcome to Andy in Washington. Andy, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Nice
2: to hear you for man. Um, so I agree with all your points that you stated. And I think for me and the, the bigger picture is why was this movie even made? You know, like when I first saw the trailer and all that, I was confused as to the purpose of the movie. It seemed kind of like, you know, a random spinoff. And then also along with taking Tim Allen and then just taking the heart and the soul out of the movie, it'd be like, you know, James Earl Jones, not voicing Mufasa or Darth Vader, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. No, I'm with you. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, Darth Vader is James Earl Jones. I don't, know, I don't know how you do, I mean, honestly, that's the voice, Luke. I mean, without that, how is, how is it the same character? It doesn't make sense. And this whole remake and rebrand and refresh and reboot, I mean, why? And again, you want to do a prequel, you want to say how they got there. Somebody in the chat room was saying, well, uh, well in Toy Story, there are were toys. This is like they're real people. That's why it's different. They needed a different actor. Well, the, the only video I've seen is animated. These aren't real people. These are animated people. Um, and again, that means that they're not real they just as an actor voicing something that Pixar Studios made. There was no reason why Chris Evans had to be used. There was no reason to make two of these figures kiss, and they happen to be the same gender, other than for people to say, oh, this is so great, they're gay. Woo! I mean, I don't know why we're, we're applauding somebody's orientation. It doesn't make sense. I don't want you to applaud that I'm straight, so what? I'm straight. Big deal. Let me go back at it. It's going to be uh, Frederick. Less than a minute. Let's go. Joe, how you
2: doing? I'm from New York, New Jersey. I'm living in San Antonio. Hey, real quick, real quick. You know what? I remember in the late 60s, early 70s, I'm 57. The family used to sit down on Sunday nights and we used to watch Disney. We used to watch all the good stuff, the cartoons, uh, you know, uh, Davy Crockett, all the good stuff. It was wonderful. It was a family night. I won't do anything woke Nothing Disney. They're all trash. They're trying to bring down America. And this this Buzz Lightyear thing, I wouldn't even think about going to see it. Although I am a Buzz Lightyear fan, I have like one of those toys yeah. that I got when the original came out. But Disney, forget about it. They're along with the other uh, woke companies. I won't buy any of their products.
1: Or Gotta run, any- brother. Brother, I hear you and I appreciate you. I'm with you. I'm not buying your products either. Keep it here. Much more to come. Joe Pags.